ビデオいいです。Welcome back to another episode of Theater Eaters. Are we live? We are live. Sweet. I mean, to them, we might be recorded, edited, and on a phone, but we are recording live right now. Yes. Cool. Excellent. Uh, my name is James Reed. And I am Joe Smith. Here at Theater Eaters, we love to eat, drink, and theatrically read theater reviews. And we invite you to do the same. See what I added, just so I don't forget to do it this time? Yep. Hey, Joe. What are you eating and drinking right now? (laughs) Margaritas and enchiladas. Yes. We are a couple too many margaritas in right now. This was a bad idea. Bad idea. Uh, we do want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Say Solace. Go to their website, www.6solace.com. That is www.6solace.com. And use the offer code THEATER for 25% off. And if you buy two, that's 50. Correct. Sure. So if you buy four, you get 100% off of one bottle. Okay. You could try that. I mean, I could see where your mouth is coming. It works if you do it. You get 25% um, off four times. Hey, Joe. That's 100. I know yeah. this is like we just... Hi, it's, James. It's now probably a week past, but happy Father's Day. Thank you. Yes. I'm sad that I don't have kids anymore after they didn't get me a gift and they had to move on, but hey... Thanks anyways. Cool. So each week we select a musical and find entertaining reviews for the production. Joe, what show are we doing today? Today, James, we are off to see The Wizard, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Somewhere over that rainbow-colored banana hammock. Banana hammock. (laughs) Somewhere over the banana hammock. You will find down low. Okay. Uh, And then we're going to round this episode out with another challenging and I'm excited entertaining round of misheard lyrics. So I'm going to have you read some facts now. Oh, I printed them out. It's because you can't read because all the say so lay margaritas that we're having. No, I'm just, I just want to challenge you. Facts. Yeah. Dot, dot. Widely regarded as one of the greatest films of all time. Thoughts? I would agree because this was legit. This was on. I almost said legitimately. That's. You guys continue those drinking (laughs) games. Row right down that stream. Number one, continue those drinking games. Two, take a shot. Dang it. Um, This was my favorite film for a really long time. And I, I think for what they were able to do in 1939 is just absolutely phenomenal. So, um, characterized by its use of technicolor, fantasy storytelling, musical score, and memorable characters, the film has become an American pop culture icon. And actually, like, I was doing, pulling these facts, uh, I found that it actually goes, there's only 25 or something like that films that have been put into, like, this historical archive, and this is one of those films. 
it and it's it is it's one of the most quoted it's one of the most relatable it's one of the most like viewed films of all time um while the fur film while the film was considered a critical success upon relief really wait nope why did you write that on here did you just expect you would mess up oh while the film was considered a critical <laughs> success upon release in August of 1939, it failed to make a profit for MGM until the 1949 re-release, earning only three million seventeen thousand on round. a two million seven hundred seventy-seven thousand dollar budget, and not to include promotional costs, which are usually what fifty to twice of the film budget, depending on how they market it, which made it MGM's most expensive production at the time. You imagine $2 million budget. I mean, there's still films being made for a $2.7 million budget. Some are even like quite less and they still go on to win Oscars and stuff. And they're quite impressive because of the technology advances between then and now, but to come away with a, I mean, Two point seven million dollar budget. I mean, I'm excited to say that Lady Gaga just filmed her recent music video with an iPhone. But did you really? Yeah, that's actually impressive. Like an iPhone, like X, or I'll show you after this. Uh, but yes, the 1956 television broadcast premiere of the film on the CBS network reintroduced the film to the public. According to the Library of Congress, it is the most seen film in movie history. I, I, I can. Like expect that like that doesn't surprise me. There's well, so many fun, interesting facts about this movie to like the conspiracies aside of the Munchkin hanging themselves, but like the guy uh, Buddy Epstein who was supposed to play the Tin Man originally. Stop. You need to, there are so many reviews coming up that you're going to spoil some reviews. I don't care. But the makeup, like like he got, he had an allergic reaction Action, to yeah. the silver in the makeup, and like they had to replace him. Mm-hmm. And then the costume for the lion weighed something like 800 pounds that this poor guy was carrying around all the time. And I just, oh, these aren't on the well, list. Well, and the broomstick, how far wedged up her ass it was yeah, just to get her to fly around. Crazy. And how they got monkeys yeah, to she talk did. like that is just yeah. absolutely incredible. She did catch on fire. That she was did. What, yeah. yeah, during the munchkin disappearing. Well, and then, I mean, after she melted, I mean, that was the end of her career. <clears throat> I'm just letting that one linger. She and our audience member enjoyed that joke a lot. And she hasn't even had the margaritas. Yes, she has. Oh, I wasn't watching. She's making them. Uh, Because of their iconic stature, the ruby slippers worn by Judy Garland in the film are now among the most treasured and valuable film memorabilia in movie history. Fun fact, they're supposed to be silver. Correct. But because of the Technicolor, they made them ruby. That was like the three sentences I cut out to then connect you to this next fact. But there you so go. I, I mean, really do like the Wizard of Oz. So it's and like Wikipedia, apparently. No, you, th- you, those are things that I've known yeah. for way before Wikipedia. Well, and so I mean, this one, the book is is the where this all this is all based off. But this has spawned so many additional movies, and, but musicals as well. And in The Wiz, she wears silver slippers mm-hmm. and it's referred to as silver slippers. Well, that's what yeah. it is in the books, right? Yeah. It's in Frank L. Baum's books. Yeah. They're referred to as the silver. Correct. So uh, there are five known pairs of the ruby slip- slippers in existence. 
Another differently styled pair, but not used in the film, was sold at auction by actress Debbie Reynolds for $510,000. These aren't even the real shoes. These are just some like alternative version. I think the gingham dress ended up in like the Smithsonian or something at one point too. And then, I don't know, a lot of props from this movie got destroyed right away. Because they didn't expect and set pieces and everything, because they didn't expect, like it says, there wasn't a whole lot of fanfare for it when it first came out. But it grew in popularity as it went on. Correct. So there's a lot of things like that, though, do go for a lot of money because they weren't around. Mm -hmm. Like they got rid of a lot of things after this. And I've heard that the Munchkins, this is, and this is gonna sound like a bad joke, but it's not a joke, stole a bunch of stuff from the set. So, like that group. Yeah. Stole and just took a bunch of things from the set. As well, Glinda like, was still in her bubble when they ran off with the bubble. That crazy. So my favorite scene in the whole thing, and I think the Tin Man's a dick. So if you go back and you watch this film, you know at the end, and she's doing, "No, oh, I loved you most of all, Scarecrow," which makes her kind of a jerk. She gets in the hot air balloon and it starts to lift. It and it's all tied to these things. The Tin Man's like holding it and he's like, no. And then he just unwraps it from the pole and like lets it go. Like, uh, or when she's supposed to be in it, he's like, oh no, it got away. (laughs) Like nobody sees it because it was the actor fixing a problem during shooting. But if you really look at it, it looks like the Tin Man's just a prick. Well, I mean, and then as the balloon's floating away, he's just flipping Dorothy off. He is. (laughs) And he's slapping her in the face with her metal penis. Nope. We watched a totally different version of this. There was a yellow brick road and you crossed it. <laughs> okay, so how do you know this show? How are you related to this movie and or musical? So movie loved it growing up as a kid. I remember going to a neighbor's house when it was on like CBS or ABC or something and being like, wow, this is like it was even in the 80s when I first saw it, it was super colorful, which was pretty neat to see on like non high def TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I got really into the story of it, because I think the story is a great, like, parallel to a lot of different things. So I ended up reading the books and getting into it, and then I was in the play twice. Which um, munchkin were you? At the... <clears throat> I was the tin man that was flipping people off because he was a dick, <laughs> yeah, if you want to know. A balloon. I actually was the tin man twice at our local theater here in the late 90s. Um and just just got into the, the the idea of it and the history of it and all the story backstory stuff of it. So and then the revivals have all been very interesting. And I actually really do like the Wiz. Mm-hmm. One, I like the movie a lot because Michael Jackson's like my favorite entertainer of all time. Yeah, but it, it's just it's a good story from beginning to end. It really is a good story, and it's kind of the Inception thing before Inception, right? Was it a dream? Was it real? Was it like what what really happened? I just thought that was cool that they were able to... I was always intrigued by the fact that they were able to do this in 1939. Like, so far ahead of where storytelling was in 1939. Yep. James, what's your connection? Uh, I also watched the movie when I was young, back in... No. 2000? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just remember being completely amazed at watching it go from black and white to color. And just this, this I, it's a simple trick, but just, it was just smart and it blew my mind away. I remember it being scary in some senses and, you know, and that's where just being truly involved into this story and in love with this 
story that just, it's so believable and that it's real. I love also what's has spawned with the Wiz and Wicked and stuff like that. Um, but those are another episode, another podcast coming out in the future. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah. But I was not in the production, but we did it for SCT Junior one year. Uh, and we actually had a fly system. So uh, the director at the time loved to fly as many people as often as possible. Um, so <laughs> I was the choreographer, but then I stepped in and helped out as part of the makeup artist for this too. And my job was to take the Mrs. What's what's the evil witch's name? But in Mrs. Gulch. Gulch, yes. Take Mrs. Gulch. You don't have a microphone. To take Mrs. Gulch. <laughs> And so she, we had the scene where she rides by in a bike, and then she literally had... Oh, no, it's the tornado scene. Mm-hmm. So they had a special rigged bike where the actress and the bike flew around. So, so cool. we flew it. She would fly it, and then it'd start to lift up. We'd flip the bike around, and then she'd fly even higher, come down, and when it, like within 60 seconds or so, she had to fly back across as the witch on a broom, which was another rig. So we had to move her to a different wing, throw the witch outfit on her, and I had to turn her entire face green. And her. so I literally had on my arm like clumps of makeup and sponges. I'm literally sitting there just going boom, 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 while they're rigging her up, throwing this costume over her. Like I literally had... Had like I did that trick where you know you put lips on your thumbs and stuff, and I literally was like kiss this as I'm like boom, <laughs> just so that it got a color and a look to go across because I was like it doesn't it need to be perfect. You'll have plenty of time to fix it later, but you got red lips, green. There you go. So I remember when we did our production. Speaking of makeup and stuff, is I had plenty of time as the Tin Man because it was there was plenty of time in between the Twister and the Tin Man showing up in the forest with the trees. Um, and the apples and stuff. Because you had all the good scenes right before that. Right. So, I mean, the, the show went completely downhill after that. But so, but the quick change at the end back into it when she's in her, I my face hurts so bad every night from two people with baby wipes or makeup removers or whatever it was, just rubbing your face to a point where like, it was almost like the skin was coming yeah. off is what it felt like. That was, it was fun and miserable at the same time because the first time I really had like dressers and people helping and stuff and you weren't trying to do everything yourself. So it was fun, but it was like, oh my God. But they gave my character, they ended up giving my character a hat because we could never get enough of it off. Yeah. So at the end, I'd always have a hat way down and my head down. Like, oh, what a miserable quick change experience for those actors. I don't think she, well, yeah, because she, she doesn't come back at the yeah. end. And I was trying to think, our Scarecrow wasn't too crazy. Our Tin Man, yes. Well, is Tin Woman. See, but the Lion and the Scarecrow, you can kind of get away with the makeup yeah. thing because it's such lighter, more skin tony makeup. It's just flat silver. Let's read some reviews, James. Before we get into the reviews, Joe. Oh. Do you see that? I can feel that. Is that a twister? It's a twister. No! <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. It's impressive. Oh, we're flying around. Do you like this stereo sound from panning from side to side? (laughs) Okay, guys, we're doing it a little different this time. Um, Because we're now in Technicolor, color, stereo, uh, stereo, sound, and everything like that, um, 
we are now going to read each other's reviews. So these are reviews. Don't read them yet. I'm not reading them. So these are reviews that we have. His eyes all bulged out. These are now reviews that we have found for each other that we have not seen. And so we will be reading these reviews. This should be fun. Should I, should I start? Yes, because I? I found you, I think, nine. Okay, so this is kid eight years old from Common Sense. I am scared to death of Wicked Witch of the West and the Flying Monkeys. Whatever you do, don't watch it. It's not worth your time. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do one more. Kid 14-year-old. Kid 14 years old from Common Sense. The best family film ever made. The movie teaches a lot about finding your way home, and it's good to have people help you. This movie is one of the best movies in and family film ever produced. May this movie shall never be forgotten. That's fair. Yeah. I, I like. want you to respect their age and their writing skills or lack thereof because there's going to be a youngin that's going to come out and blow them out of the water. <laughs> I just, that was a little bit of typo-y. That wasn't too bad. No. It just, yeah. Okay. So this is Sar A. Maybe it's Sarah A. Sarah A. Uh, four stars on Yelp. I saw The Wizard of Oz, Andrew Lloyd Webber's new production. I didn't even talk about that in my thing. I love... Okay, I'm going to stop. I don't know. I love that production. Wait, nope. Wait, nope. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Cut the music. I love... So Andrew Lloyd Webber has a production of Wizard of Oz. It keeps the movie musical song numbers that you know, but he's added some stuff. I truly think it's cool. It's kind of like some of the best moments from The Wiz got pulled out and put in there, and some of the best moments from Wicked got pulled out. Do they go, ease on down, ease on down, Rojo? No. But at the very end, Glinda sings this, like, power ballad, like, kind of like, if you believe, but she has her own. Um, Glinda's a little bit more bubbly and ditzy and blonde and, yeah, joyful. And then The Wicked Witch has a couple of big belting powerhouse numbers and one of her like numbers... Wicked. Ends the intermission or ends the show act one for intermission. So it's it's just there's some really epic moments. So it's enjoyable. It is fun. I actually looked it up today. I was listening to parts of it today. Okay, so I saw let's go back to Sarah A. Um Sarah. Sarah Sarah. Um I saw The Wizard of Oz, Andrew Lloyd Webber's new production at the Academy of Music in Philadelphia, PA, back in 2004. The show was fabulous. I'd take slash follow the Yellow Brick Road and see Dorothy and her three friends again. That's not so much to say simply. I, it was a crowd-pleasing production. What? The music was fantastic. Yeah, I gave you a list. Two, the performance, magical. Magic happened. Three, the audience, the entire family. Yeah, so. I think they're, okay. Okay. Four, overall, you'll not be bored for a second. Tip, though. Look for the discount, (laughs) disconnected. Look for (laughs) discounted tickets on Gold Star. Four Yelps. Yelp, Yelp, Yelp. Yelp. <laughs> so I couldn't figure out the four Yelps at well, the bottom. she gave it four stars. Four Yelp. Four Yelp, like Yelp, Yelp, du- Yelp, Yelp. Double deuces. Four Yelp, double Yelp, 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 Yelp. Yeah, I, I thought I had to give you a list. 
Uh, all right. So teen, 14. How come the last 14-year-old was a kid and this one's a teen? I don't know. That's what I was perplexed with as well, too, when I was going through this. <laughs> I just write what's written on the internet. Because the last one says kid, 14 Correct. years old from common sense. This one says teen. Yeah, I don't. 14 I, years old from common sense. This guy's balls dropped. That's it. That's it. Puberty. <clears throat> Puberty's the difference. I'm not sure, though, now after reading the first sentence or trying to. Very offen- offenses in the behind the scene? The person that plays the main character, that's what it says. The person that plays the main character in The Wizard of Oz, she had to... Oh, I got to read this like it's written. The person who plays the main character in The Wizard of Oz, she had to do drugs and smoke a lot to look small. The tin can had two actresses, and the first one almost died. Jack Haley was the man who played the tin, but he almost died, and he almost died because allergy to aluminum dust makeup, and the most happened to the second tin, Ed Baker. It sounded almost verbatim as your review or as your interaction to talking about the movie beforehand too. Oh, bull and <laughs> or shit. No, I just so I. I mean, he's. Oh wait, I got it. the tin can had yes. two actresses. Yes, and the first one almost died. Yes, there was. Yes, Jack Haley, not right, was the man who played the tin, but he almost died because of a because cuz. Allergy to the aluminum dust makeup. You get the first sentence. It took me like three reads of the first Very sentence to understand. Very offenses in the behind the scene. Very offen- So I'm guessing they watched the behind the scene footage. Or just, I think, what happened behind the film. Like we, there's just, it was, there's a lot of well, offensive so like, things it, that happen behind the scenes that yeah. we, we normally don't see. Yeah, okay. So what was the first offensive thing? The person that plays the main character in The Wizard of Oz, she had to do drugs and smoke to stay small. So they had Judy Garland. Yes. Smoke and do drugs to stay small. Well, I remember, I mean, there's a lot of what was happening with her in the studio and all that stuff, but yeah. Well, they had to like ace bandage her up a lot too, right? Because yeah. she was too, quote unquote, old for the part. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. You have something to say? I'm sorry. No. You getting a phone call or anything? Oh, yeah, just a general announcement, everyone. Please turn your cell phones off. Yes, yeah, so we need to turn um, cell phones down. Cell phones need to be off. turned off. Or we'll Unless Patty, you're or we'll driving send, and listening to our podcast we, right now. We will send Patty Lapone to your house. Yes. You know how many of these <laughs> listeners want that to happen? <laughs> They'll be like, sweet, bust that phone out. I want Patty at my doorstep right now. Uh, but, yeah, so, so and I know why she laughed now is because in our... They would say that the lady who played Dorothy in our Wizard of Oz was too old to play Dorothy. Auntie M. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair. You good? I am good. Carol N. I actually know a Carol N. A Carol N. Uh, Four stars on Yelp. Woohoo! Exclamation. Put something into it. It's not. All caps. Woo-hoo! There you go. We just saw Wizard of Oz tonight, opening night, and I thought it was pretty funny musical. More talking than you normally hear in musicals, however, and no, I, I Wait, put the infilis in, I put the, in, the, in the wrong syllabus in the lobbles lobbles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Waffles. Uh, more talking than you normally hear in musicals, however. 
and it didn't move me emotionally like other musicals do. I thought the cast was really good, and the girl playing Dorothy has a beautiful voice. The dog that played Toto was named Nigel, LOL. 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 He was so cute and acted well, too. (laughs) Okay, I'm just... Yeah, I know. So many of these reviews were about the dog that I was going through and how the dog stole the show and it was like the best trained dog that they have ever seen. I, You know what happens when you look at this, right? I get to punch you now. Okay, Just be, oh, it's fucking tequila night. Hey, yeah. Uh, he was so cute and acted well too. I wish I could train my little doggies that well. They use quite a bit of computer technology in this production. I guess musicals are utilizing technology more these days. Sherlock. <laughs> I Carol, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, but, and that's why you got the review. Yeah, I like, on, that Carol. line right come there on, is Carol. where I go. I got to give him that one. There are some bright flashing lights. So if you this might be one to have seizures, you might want to close your eyes during these moments. I thought the set was cute, too. Girl, I thought the set was cute, too. <laughs> Okay, as far as being compared to Wicked, Wicked wins hands down. I mean, okay. LOL! The good musical to see, however, especially if you are a Wizard of Oz fan. Some of the sound needed a little work, dot, dot, dot. Glitches every now and then in the audio, but that may be because it's opening night. I bought discount tickets on Gold Star for nearly half off and good seats too. So I was kind of hoping Gold Star would like start maybe giving us a sponsorship in the next episode or something. Because we talk about I, them I so much. Put them in like three or four of the reviews. Yeah. <laughs> but she cracked me up with the technology thing and the, the about the dog, the technology, and then was like, "If you have seizures, come on, Carol, <laughs> get your shit together, okay. Carol." So this last re- this last child review, kid, eleven years old from okay. Common Sense. Okay, great. So you you have hold, before you get that you have an eight year old who wrote okay. Two 14-year-olds who mm. were not so great, and now we have this 11-year-old. And I'm going to warn you, this is a journey. Uh, it don't, it, it does is it go, about the ending? No, it goes on to the second page. Holy for, shit. Yeah, that's why I... Insert <laughs> Facebook review no, that's, here. That's, late, that's later. That's oh. so you know where to put the other ones. Um, <laughs> but yes, it literally, it's a, it's, a, it's a journey. Okay. Everyone, please, uh, yeah, take a sip right now. <sighs> Um, buckle in. Kid 11 years old from Common Sense. Review number 14. Somewhere over the rainbow. My fate... He must be Canadian. Oh, see, I thought this was a girl, but go ahead. She must be Canadian. A. Well, she put a U in everything. My favorite film of all time. Studio MGM. Films rights owned by Warner Brothers. Rating G. So she did. I know. I've read this review She's too. She's 11. <laughs> yes. Please note, I refuse to acknowledge the PG rating that was given to the 2013 3D re-release. <laughs> it honestly has nothing more than the G rating for the film. It honestly has nothing more. Yeah, this was the Motion Picture Association of America has made the most questionable decisions sometimes, like the fact that the animated films today get PG. You know, like 
DreamWorks animation and most animated Disney or Pixar films should just be G. And that the King's Speech, just because one swearing sentence, should not be an R. Anyway, now that I've got that aside, I would like to say I think this film is flawless. I read the book that is better. The wonderful singing by Judy Garland and her co-stars remains resonant. Oh my God, today, I added the oh my God, with Garland seeming mature beyond her years. That and the film is particularly timeless. It's a great mix of comedy, drama, fantasy, and more in which films fans who aren't too sensitive could watch. Buddy Epson was originally considered for Tin Man, but he had an allergic reaction to the makeup because Metro-Golden-Mayer, MGM, back in 1939, were insensitive towards it. (laughs) Unfortunately, MGM's big studio status is no more. As they they resort resort to co-distributing, being a studio on the level of Lionsgate. I like Lionsgate. A, mi- a mini major that had that made the Hunger Games. She put in a parental guidance section. Now that gets into like parental guidance. Yes, this is eleven years old. Parents will remember that the opening tornado can be a bit scary. And in case we see a woman on a bike with her face turning into a witch and a few other things. Her face turns into a few other things or we see a few other things along with the witch. A cow. Yes, and a man in a rowboat. Dorothy runs through the house in a panic. But when she opens that door, Pink Floyd starts playing. What? It's not what it says. It does not say that. It turns color. Co- How do they say color in You're Canada? Right. There's color. a U in it. They say it with color. <laughs> Sorry, we were distracted by fireworks outside. Should I go on? <laughs> a woman's feet are shown sticking out of the bottom. Of- this is a lot of spoilers, I'm assuming. Should I stop or just keep... Oh, no. You definitely need to go... We're on this journey. We're almost on the home run. It turns into color. A woman's feet are shown sticking out of the bottom of a house. No blood or gore, which is very unbelievable. One witch sets a lion's tail on fire. Yeah, I guess so. She sets the lion's tail on fire. She sets the scarecrow on fire. Keep going. Keep reading. One of the witches is melted with water. Overall, a very tame film. However, the flying monkeys, the projection of the green face, and the witch's laugh and appearance may scare sensitive children. But the witch is portrayed by an actually nice actress, Margaret Hamilton, who read the story to her kids. There's no language, sex, nudity, drugs, or adult themes of any kind. Dorothy, Tin Man, the Cowardly Lion, and the Scarecrow are incredibly resilient. There's a... 
You see, you see, it's not as hard to read these essays. There's a reason why it's one of the best family films of all time. No, wait, the best film of all time. Watch, love, and thank you for reading. <laughs> Eleven years old, and this other kid was like a baba de booper dooper doo, <laughs> and then all of a sudden this girl, like this is her like. Essay for horror. She just yeah. fucking got an A in my high school senior English class. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, she just, this was her school project. Okay, kids, I need you to go on and write a review for... I mean, there are obviously some typos and stuff, and she's Canadian, so there's extra use when there shouldn't be, but there's like... I just thought she was proper. She did very well, but the fact that she put in the big, like, long line and said parental guidance section and started giving a breakdown. So you, us as parents can just scroll and go, okay, this is, this is the oh, bit okay, that yeah, I, I can get past the rest of this crap. I just need to do this one. It so. is very impressive. I like reading it. I liked, I liked reading that one. That was great. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. We're going to bar. Alishan? Allison? 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 Allison. I guess it's very top. You phoned in a friend? Okay, it's You used one of your lifelines for a name? Allison. Allison? Allison. Allison. Allison C. Present. <laughs> okay. Uh, five star on Yelp. Loved it. I was in London over the summer and while they, while they're, yep. I got too excited again, guys. <laughs> Loved it. I was in London over the summer and while they found out that Wizard of Oz was playing, well, if anyone knows me, they know that I cannot resist Wizard of Oz as it is my all-time favorite. Of course, we had to go. Lions, tigers, and bears, oh my! <laughs> I'm glad someone finally put that joke Me in too. there. I was like expecting stuff like that and it didn't come up. Um, thank you for finding that one. Way go, Allison. Like my little check that box off. I think this is the 11-year-old grown-up. After, yeah, after the five margaritas. I was a little, I was like a little kid watching this wonderful Andrew Lloyd Webber production of Wizard of Oz. As I sat there enjoying the show, I was grinning from ear to ear and filled with so much excitement the whole time. After I got back to the hotel, I of course had to look up the play and came to find out that it was coming to Canada next. I put your connection together. Your favorite, <laughs> the favorite cooler of the show. Oh, no, that's not in there. <laughs> They're currently doing the TV show Over the Rainbow in search of Dorothy the Musical. Damn rats. That's actually so, like, Andrew Lloyd Webber likes to do this for all of his, like, London productions and, like, have some talent search musical to do this. And so they had a talent search to find the next Dorothy and a talent search to find the next Toto. Mm-hmm. I uh, I may just have to take a trip to Toronto next year to see Wizard of Oz here in Canada. So can't wait. Did that? Did that? You did you? it justice. Thank you. I loved it. Yeah. Nope. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. It was so hard to sing that correctly because I have so many good misheard lyrics yep. that I wanted to just. Mm-hmm. Cool. <clears throat> Thank you, Allison. This isn't good. Thank you, Allison C. This is from Facebook. 
Yep. This is Randy Nelson, who doesn't... I didn't know if we wanted to give his... It's Randy Nelson. He's. Did you find him and poke him on Facebook? He doesn't recommend the Wizard of Oz tour. This was several first weight rate perform... What? Mm-hmm. Wait, nope. Several first rate performances by several cast members. Every time Randy says several, you have to take a drink. Guys, it's only going to be the first sentence. There's never... By several cast members were unfortunately dulled by occasionally cheesy staging and some, but not all, subpar special effects. At times, the tempo was lackluster and the ending was anything but climactic. In spite of numerous weak points, the cast was very good overall, and the sound production was first-rate. The rescue dog Murphy as Toto was a casting choice from heaven. Oh, my God. What could and should have been a rousing and rambunctious standing ovation was unfortunately more of an obligatory expression of appreciation for the production's stronger points namely the cast, the costumes, and the stellar audio. Overall, it was good, but not great. With 7.5 as an overall to score, despite a number of 9.5 performances. What does that mean? So I think he gave it a 7.5, where if he individually rated the actors, they would have gotten 9. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, got it. Uh, Kids will love it. Discriminating theater buffs will be less enthusiastic. Dividing the wheat from the chaff. There were plenty of both. Dividing the wheat from the chaff. Mm -hmm. This dude is from the Midwest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I don't appreciate you giving me a lot of margarita and then having me read... (laughs) This review, obligatory expressions of appreciation for the production stronger points. Well, I got through it, James. Thank you. Three stars. Ooh, a picture. Because <laughs> you, you, you'll have more than me, so go ahead and read this next Facebook okay. one, too. Uh, Facebook reviewed Charlie Ray Evans. Chelsea. Chelsea. Is that how you spell Chelsea. Do you want to phone a friend on a name? Chelsea, I mean, Chelsea Ray E. Evans. It's Evans. It's Chelsea Ray Evans. Yeah. I you was making fam- fun of her. It's the famous singer, Chelsea Ray Evans. Yeah. We should call her, maybe. Mm, Bob, Chelsea Ray Evans, go. Nope. Okay. Um, I just assume she's going to murder somebody because she has three names. I uh, reviewed the Wizard of Oz tour. Five stars. Wonderful production. (laughs) The set was mesmerizing and the cast was great. Definitely stuck to the aura of the original, along with a deleted jitterbug scene from the original. The Cowardly Lion stole the show. All of the performances were phenomenal. And he was especially entertaining. The jitterbug. Yeah, I just like this one because it wasn't all grammatically there, but it, yeah. Ooh, the jitter. Okay, so we Ooh, have a dilemma. 
I know this one. I I started looking at this one and it was next, but I know I think I gave you this one too. I think we have the same one. So That's you want to Rochambeau? We should Rochambeau for it. Ready? And we'll do on ro- three or on go. Like, do you go one two shoot or is it one We've two done this three times? Shoot. I don't remember. And one, one two, two, three, shoot. <laughs> oh, so we're going to make our studio, studio audience read this review. You can borrow my microphone. Come lady. on. No, you down. have to come over here and sit next to come me. Come on down to the microphone and read gonna, this review. I need to leave the My phone's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So this is from Danny Becker. Saw the show with my mother. I've been an Oz fan and theater nerd since I can remember. From an Oz fan's perspective, I loved every minute. But from an acting perspective, it was a little campy and rushed. I understand your audience is primarily children, but it doesn't excuse unrealistic acting. Just remember to stick to your objectives and don't overdo it for laughs. Damn right. <laughs> also, Dorothy was a soprano, which is fine, but I feel an alto or a mezzo with a rich, velvety tone would have been more appropriate for the role. I'm sorry, who the fuck are you? And like, unless you're like the musical director and casting director for this production. No, he's mad, Danny, because he wants to play Dorothy. He, he has that that velvety tone. Velvety smooth tone. Somewhere. Wow. We're interrupting our studio audience. Sorry. Never too much we do this, but you Continue. May I continue? I would love it if you continued. <laughs> the actress defiant. What is that? Wait. No. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you say it. You go, wait, no. Wait. Oh, the, I think it's supposed to be definitely. But it looks it's defiantly was playing a child, but that doesn't mean you have to be hyperactive. No, she defiant she <laughs> defied that role. She <laughs> played that role. The supporting cast was fine, but I would have loved more diversity in the casting. I understand the musical takes place in the 1930s, but that doesn't mean the farmhands couldn't have been minorities. I mean, true. True. The projections were cool, but needed to be updated for this run of the tour. And the costumes, although colorful, lacked the quality of a professional touring company. Overall, it it had its good moments and is a perfect night out for any who love the film or bombs books, but not the best theater. Great for show for any little one special... Wait a minute. Great for a show for any little one special to you, but no waitress or Hamilton. And review. So I think you like the same part of that one that I did, is that they, again, compared it to fucking Hamilton and another Broadway show that's very new. Like, it... Well, I, what the one thing I will say is, like, this national tour did come in our areas, too, and stopped at all the theaters that... Waitress just went through, and Hamilton was on tour. So in that same season that a lot of these theaters got, they had Hamilton, they had Waitress. Fair enough. Um, this production, the clips that I saw that tell them was great. Um, the the sets were more projection and technology That's based. because it traveled a lot, though, right? Like Correct. They, when they do that, and they do these big traveling shows that are like this, 
they cut a lot of, you know, the, the best Wizard of Oz, one of the best Wizard of Oz's I've ever seen had zero sets and it was all just projections and it was a concert version of yeah. it with Jewel. Yeah. That was super entertaining. It, it's to judge it by in comparison to yes, show A, show B, show C. It's the same thing we talked about last time, right? Is how do you, you you put little shop and then just go, you know what? It's no Hamilton. Can you do you still have that? You should uh the they responded, the the production tour. And there's a comment at the very bottom. Would you like to read this comment? I would love to read the comment. I will pretend that I am the Wizard of Oz tour responding to Danny Becker. Thanks for reviewing the tour. It's always great to get feedback from the audience and take another look at the show and to keep it honest. Hope you have a nice summer. Go to hell, Danny <laughs> Becker. So, you can end the horse you rode in on. So this, if you, in this little section, all the reviews, the production like chimed in to all the negativity was like, that. That is some inputs that we will recon or look into and stuff like that. Very safe. But I'm like, this this show's already in production. It's not going to change one bit. I There's, wish they did the like Wendy's thing where they retweet two people and like tell them how stupid they are. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Wendy's tweets? Well, I think that's kind of what this is. It's just, hey, you see this finger? Oh. Sit on it. So I have two more that you have handed me, and I believe you have one more. Dude. Dude. But dude. I. Did you lose your spot? I've already done this one. I just have the one star. It's the, the, the long one. one. Yep. So can I? I'll read this really short one. Let me read both of these, and then you can finish it out, and then give us five. Great. I don't know. It's your show, dude. <laughs> Whatever you want. Three stars on Gold Star. Howard Mattern's review. The Scarecrow and the Tin Man lacked luster. The lighting was a bit harsh with the spotlights being overly bright. The children and sets were very good. The lion was the best. I, that comes across a lot, but be, it's because he has that one extra song that everybody loves, right? He's, it's just, he's also written to be that lovable yeah, like he, comedic. The set changes were too lengthy and chaotic. When steam was needed to come out of the witch's pot and a stagehand was still on stage pouring water over dry ice. <laughs> Did I mention this show was at my third grader's grammar school? I think that's what this... It's, it's, it's a very During, local... I, I love it. It's like it Roger better. Ebert goes to a grammar school production. Yeah. During the storm, it was a bit excessive. The amount of flying Alice did... I don't know who Alice is. I don't know if we're in the wrong musical. <laughs> like, like Alice from Wonderland, Wonderland just fly in. Or if that's like her, his daughter's name. Uh, <laughs> the small flying house was nice, but it never ended. Even after the storm was over, the large house was on the ground. It was distracting as the little house kept flying. This is, this is the, our 1997 production of this show. It is. Because when we did it, we just had a little house come down out of the wings and spin. Yeah. Whew, I'm not done yet. The house was to land on the Wicked Witch. A stagehand was seen adjusting the witch's legs for a long period of time, and the legs and the ruby slippers were too far stage right to be seen nearly at all. 
Not worth the money. A $5 ticket to my kid's grammar school. You can and must do better. You can and you must do better. I forgot to note that a couple that was seated behind me had an infant along with all the needed equipment. For the infant, she had a breast pump. It was going whoop, whoop, whoop the whole show. Well, she has... She has a quadruplet set oh of kids, so that's a lot of breast pumps. God. The baby, was she, she's not a cow with udders. <laughs> no, she was asking her neighbors, hey, do you mind if you hook oh, these up? I am tapped. Can I hook? Can you help assist her out? <laughs> I got the needed tools all in front of me. I got, I got all the needed equipment. Yeah, it's right in front of me. The baby was noisy, and the couple would bump us when adjusting their baby stuff. Like, oh, let me just, I got this pack and play here in this row. I, sorry, sir. The changing table right there. Son of a bitch. <laughs> this guy in front of us is being an asshole. He's on Twitter. <laughs> oh, my God. This isn't even barely halfway through this, guys. They, the, the took... They took, I'm guessing, they took up a couple extra seats, and this could have been for a, a real problem for the theater was full. He's really mad now because he's yeah. starting to miss words and shit. The baby was miserable and had no idea what was going on. Bringing a baby to a show like this or any other is very inconsiderate to all others. Baby should not be... I can imagine that when he was typing this, his mouth didn't open. Baby should not be allowed in any stage or movie performance. The theater should not have allowed them in. (laughs) I think just the babies. That was freaking funny. Oh, this one's all in caps. Yeah, I just like how <laughs> it's also misspelled a lot, too. Is it? Can't read it. Stop reading. Stop reading. Oh. But yeah, so it literally goes and starts to like just, I yes, he was it was a school production little, and all of a sudden it just veered left, and I'm going to just rip this couple a new asshole. I really have enjoyed the ones in our shows that, that like you bring, and they just, they have such a miserable experience because there's other people around them. They're like... I bought this ticket and I showed up and somebody else bought a ticket and ruined the whole fucking experience yeah. for me. My, I still, my favorite though was the whole episode about seats mm-hmm. and it was this, th- this, this couple like paid to come see hairspray and they were so excited. They drove like an hour to get here and it was probably like a community production, but they are, I think assuming it was a national tour, but it was like comp night. So like, they paid and reserved these specific seats, but the entire group of friends of like just sat and they would not move. And they, she's she like, the whole time they were just shouting how awesome their free comp seats were in our faces. And I was like, I don't know if it truly happened like that, but okay. We got comp seats. Yeah. We, we got, got comp seats. <laughs> yeah. You suck. You paid. Okay. You ready for Mike G? My this is Mike a journey, G. guys. Another journey. Uh, Two-star review from Google Reviews. I grant that this movie is fun to watch, full of fantastical imagery and characters, but underneath it all, at the end, is an insidious insidious message from the fake Oz that you don't really have to accomplish anything in life. All you really need is a document or an award that says you 
you're competent and miraculous. Miraculously, you are. The message being, you are fake your way. Uh, you can fake your way through life. I got a time out. Yeah. So I think this guy, like, seriously lost an award and then wrote this review. Like, somebody beat this guy, like, he for, re- like, some award he wanted, and then he wrote this review. So he's just basically saying that the message of Wizard of Oz is as long as you have a paper that says you're the wizard, you're cool. Yeah. As long as you just own these ruby slippers, that's all you need to do. This is why the average person today lives behind an artificial facade of respectability and accomplishment when underneath most of them is willfully, willfully ignorant, in quotation marks, or less tactfully stupid, and close quotations, dishonest and lazy. Why were the... I don't know. Why was there... He was quoting somebody. Somebody said that in a speech sometime. Next page. (laughs) Movies like this propaganda crack out by... Cranked... Wait. Cranked out by the 1% to shape our thinking and beliefs so we'll be semi... This is your one that just screwed me over. Uh Uh-huh. Dysfunctional and easier to manipulate and exploit. Accomplished and independent thinking people are much harder to influence and exploit, and therefore everything possible is done to ensure their rarity. Well, what? I don't know what award this person did not receive. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where we went off the rails, though, when I read it, and I'm like, this is no longer about the Wizard of Oz. No. This has nothing to do with the Wizard of Oz. He used the Wizard of Oz as a vehicle to get to this point. Like, just briefly skimming. I don't see any reference to tire, tigers, lions, lions, tigers, and men. <laughs> I can't even say it now. To bears and to lions. To the tin can. To the tin can. There's no reference to... Wait, was there even just one... It was just one little reference, right? It was the first little paragraph. And it doesn't even say that. It's just to the fake it's like, Oz. like, this movie sucked. The movie is fun to watch, but to the fake... Wow, okay. So as much fun as some of these kinds of movies are to watch, which is the whole point to draw us in? Their basic message is deconstructed, is destructive to the fabric of society in general. And that's that. All you have to do is have a good interpersonal relationship, but at rest... Your life's plan, you can fake, and that's just the opposite of the truth and the meaning of God's design. I, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Our primary purpose is to learn from our life's experiences and grow as individuals through genuine effort and achieve self-mastery. I don't know. I know. It's heavy. As ye sow... Nope, as ye sow, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I gave you a Bible quote and you just absolutely laid the sod all over. You're having the wrong person. <laughs> I was Canadian right there. What are you talking about? Dude, the best part is you gave me the one with all the big words in it. I got through it fine. Yeah, divine wheat. Wheat from the chat. As ye sow, so shall ye reap is the most important passage in the Bible, which I apparently fucked up. And what I, th- I is, thought it was Jesus loves and like, you know, but hey, yeah. And what it means is you create your own reality via your behavior. Quotation or uh, parentheses, thoughts, feelings, and actions. 
end of parentheses. You take, you can't fake that. Change has to be genuine in order to affect as the results you're getting. If you're living, I would like to say that the views and thoughts of the reviews that we read do no way reflect the the, the thoughts and yeah, obviously because I fucked of, up the Bible quote <laughs> of theater eaters. If you're living in denial of this truth, then you won't learn or grow much. And there's too many commas in here. Yep. <laughs> if I like actually pause for how many commas, if you grow much and. What most people are doing is That's what it's like. Rather, uh, comma, rather than training their egos to service the spirit, comma, they're indulging in spirited ego gratification, comma, which is the very definition of devils, semicolon. And this behavior is being displayed more blatantly every day and being modeled as quotation mar- er, quotations where it's at, end of quotations, by mainstream media, which is controlled by the 1%, period. Gradually, comma, the 1% are encouraging us to drop our facades and respect, respect, f- and openly embrace the villainous of our human natures rather than strive to improve and raise above them. I love the Wizard of Oz. No, it didn't say <laughs> But I, I thank you for reading the whole thing because you could have quit at any moment and I would have been okay. Holy shit, dude. Like the Wizard know. of Oz sprung a 1% argument. It is, it is, I don't, it is, I don't even know where to begin. No review. Mike G, I'm sorry. I am sorry. And I will get you that what it, appreciation award or yeah, participation we'll award. Purple, we'll get him the purple ribbon that you get at the fair for tur- like raising gonna, a pig. I was going to say, I'll go to the dollar store and get you that participation. For, <laughs> participation. I'll get you the participation award. <laughs> okay, I'm done with review, so I'm going to like down my margarita right now. Okay, I got one more, but I'm going to have to back up for this one because... Five stars on Gold Star. Plays at first. Very fun! The cast was very nice, and after the show, spent time with the audience. My granddaughter loved the witch, especially the cast was kind enough to pose and have pictures taken with my four-year-old granddaughter. End of review. There we go. She was really happy. This elderly woman just uh, now kept I that feel caps like lock. a dick though because she kept the caps lock on. So she can. I mean, it's the only way she can see the words on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so being an IT guy. It's I don't. I mean, now I'm going to call you out, and you're going to feel so bad. I don't know how you do your capital letters. Most of us are trained to do shift, and yeah, I don't. My little tiny pet peeve. I just don't get how people do it. Is they do caps lock a and then turn the caps lock off. But that's what I'm afraid is like she just cap locks and then just kept going and forgot to turn the caps lock. I know it yeah, it made for loud fun review. But she actually at least reviewed the fucking show. Well, the experience after the show. Really. At least it was about the Wizard of Oz. Correct. And not the one percent. Uh people. So, talking about the 1%, we're going to take a 5 so I can take a number 2 <coughs> and finish out my 1% of my margarita. No, I tried. What is 7? 
<laughs> we'll just come back. What We're, is say solace? Guys, we've got some lions. We've got some tigers. We've got some kids to drop out at the pool. Oh, my. Oh, my. We're off to take no, a no. five. Okay, great. I was like, don't give it away, please. Uh, but yes, we're off to take a five, guys. We'll see you on the other end. Thank you, five. Take five. Hey, listeners, I'm here to tell you about our episode's wine sponsor. Over the past 10 years, Rivera has been making wines in many different styles from the companies he has worked for and knew that when he made his own wine, it would be all about the taste. Whether you're an experienced wine buff or new to wines, Say Soleil has something for you. Currently, Say Soleil is offering four different wines, from a semi-sweet rosé to a refreshing white blend, both meant to be chilled and enjoyed on a nice warm day. And then my favorites, the bold red blend with smooth textures and the reserve red blend that is made to be balanced, elegant, and enjoyed with a beautiful meal, friends, or maybe a special event like recording a podcast. Make sure to check out Say Soleil by going to their website, www.saysoleil.com. That is www.the6soles.com for more information. And hey, use the offer code THEATER for 25% off your purchase. That's once again, www.saysoleil.com. And make sure to use that offer code THEATER for 25% off your purchase. Thanks, Say Soleil. I love it. So many variations. Of Oreo. That. Don't don't give it away yet. But that's the. I mean, that's the most common one, right? Like, I have two. I have two that are pretty common. In there, but yes. Okay, guys, welcome back from the break. I hope that you've had that opportunity to drop those kids off of the pool, or at least make watch them melt down the toilet. Uh, I'm melting. I, I flew. Water, I threw some water on it so fast to watch it. Watch it like. <laughs> you don't say that every time you flush the toilet. <laughs> I really wish this wasn't happening. <laughs> Mommy. Okay. I mean, I was going to say something about you can just go hang out with the 1% then, but uh, whatever. Oh. Okay, we'll stop. Fair enough. And we're going to jump into another round of misheard lyrics. Uh, during the break, we found out that we basically have the ex- same exact list. So we are going to challenge our studio audience to see if they can... We, she just used the excuse who's been drinking tequila. <laughs> what kind of excuse is that? We all have been oh, drinking. No. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, oh, no. What a world. How could she? What, what a world. What a world. world. I'm drinking tequila. <laughs> oh, no. I'll get you tequila. <laughs> and your, and little, your little margarita, too. I was going to say the little worm, too. <laughs> That's what she said? No, the tequila has little worms in it. I understand. No, yeah. I wasn't talking about penis. <laughs> Peni. Peni. I wasn't talking about the penai. Okay. Damn it. Um, <laughs> do we just want to go down in order because we probably have the nope, same? Nope, I don't want to do that either. You want to... <laughs> do you want to go in number order? Like, it's just... You read one, I'll read one, you read one. I but read I want one, my favorite one. Okay. No, I'll... Okay. So then start with it. I'll start with this okay. this one. We're off to pee on lizards. <laughs> We're off to see the wizard? That is correct. We are <laughs> off to see the wizard. We're, We're off to pee, pee on lizards. lizards. The wonderful, the wonderful li- lizards, lizards in Oz. Oz. 
And then because, that leads to because, this one. Because, because, because. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if I only had the knife. The knife? The knife. If I only had the nerve? Yeah, if good I job. If I only had the nerve. If I only had the naive. Okay, I'll stay in that same song. <clears throat> I'd be happy. I'd be merry. Life would be a dingleberry. <laughs> it's a, it's, well, technically, it's a different song, but the same song. Oh, shit. Mine same. was the lion song. Yours is a scarecrow song. Correct. Oh. If well, I only is the name of the song. a lion is most likely going to have a dingleberry versus a scarecrow. <laughs> Not if he's fixed. <laughs> Say it again, please. I'd be happy. I'd be merry. Life would be a dingleberry. It's like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. cherries, isn't it? No. Uh, no. Oh, why? I would dance and I'd be merry. Life would be, be a, a ding a dairy. Not a dingleberry. It's not it's a ding a dairy. Ding a dairy. When she came out of Kansas, America again. When she came the out of occurred. Yeah. <laughs> when she came out of Kansas, America, America again. 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 Okay, I just have to do it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to read this as not in tune as... as, (laughs) And then I want you to hear it. Cosby. 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 Co's. All of the wonderful things he does. Because 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 but it, so cause because 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 at first I was like I don't all of the wonderful things he I does. didn't get it and then I had to sing it out loud and I was like that is really scary <laughs> I like yeah, it so we're off to pee on lizards the wonderful lizards, lizards of Oz cause because 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 because, because. All of the wonderful things he does, like pudding pops. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the wonderful things Cosby does. Be the official foul. I said be the official foul. I'd command everything. Be the official foul. That's not the actual words, though. Be it fish or fowl. Yes, I got one. You haven't gotten one. I got one. Score one for Joe. Shut up. Score one for Joe. Yeah, what about your jingleberries? No, I ain't got them anymore. (laughs) If I were the king of the butter. (laughs) If I were the king of the butter. Were king of the butter. I mean, not Prince, but if you, if you, Duke, not for how he sings Forest, I can get the forest. We represent the lollipop girl. The lollipop girl. No, here in this special Oz, (laughs) we got some lollipop Lollipop girl. We represent the lollipop kids was also another option. There's a lot. And here's the one just for you. 
We represent the lollipop gin. <laughs> I'd be down for that one. Okay, so final, I'm on to the wiki chant. That's all I have left. Um, oh, no, we have the... So this one I don't get. Okay, we'll save that one for last. Okay. Um, yeah, and I am on the wiki chat. I'm going to go with this one. <clears throat> all we own, we owe her. All oh, we own, we owe, we owe her. <laughs> All we love, the old one. It's oh, we owe, but I can't think of it. That's what it is. Oh, we owe. Oh. Oh, okay. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Oreo. Uh-huh. Yum, yum. I also found Oreo. Yo, yo. That works. Those are the ones that, yeah, the the Oreo one is the one every, I think, probably most common in that. Okay, you ready for the last one? And I get the points for this. Why did you run away, Mom? Why did you run away, Mom? Mom? Why did you Why did you run away, Mom? You have to sing it. Do you want me to sing it? Why did you run away, Mom? Somewhere over the <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I got it, though. Yes. I went, why did you run, run away, Mom? No. Yeah. So what I, I had to listen to it multiple times. Um, somewhere over the rainbow. When happy little bluebirds fly beyond the rainbow. I think why? it's... But I think it's when happy little bluebirds fly. I think it's the... Fly is the why. Did you run beyond the... And then away. Mom is a rainbow. <laughs> sure. I'm, I was trying... Like, Judy Garland, sometimes Why it's a little... Her diction. did you run away, Mom? See, I, I do. You yeah. run away, Mom. Oh, yeah, but I, it's not right either way, so it doesn't matter what part I'm on. You forgot your favorite one. Which one? Follow the yellow prick toad. Oh, I was going to say, follow the yellow prick toad. <laughs> Good episode. Uh, yep, excellent. Okay. Uh, can we twist her back to my own? So you can say the, your one can last Can we go line? back to mono? Oh, yeah. How we Did have you to. put that on here? Joe, I just need you to click your toes, <laughs> your heels. I need you to click your margarita yeah, glass three times. times. And say there's, there's no, no place, place like, like a hoe. Mono. There's, there's no, no place, place like, like a hoe. There's no place like hoe. Okay, guys, it's it's we've <laughs> already like we've passed the hour mark, and we're sorry, but not I'm uh, not sorry, not sorry. Did you write my last line down? I do. It's on mine. I didn't. I didn't print that out for you. You can just look at mine in a second. Okay, guys, we're gonna round out this episode uh, by shining a spotlight. Uh, this week, we're going to shine a spotlight on the Actors Fund. Since June 8th of 1882, the Actors Fund has been here to support everyone in entertainment. In this time of uncertainty around COVID-19, they are still here for you to assist everyone who works in performing arts and entertainment across the country. They are collaborating with our community to help people to navigate these challenging times. Since March 18th of 2020, the Actors Fund has distributed more than $15 million in emergency financial assistance 
to over 13,000 people in our industry. This money is helping people cover basic living expenses, such as food, essential medications, utilities, and more. They also help our community with health insurance counseling and enrollment support, navigating employment options via the Career Center, counseling, support groups, and referrals to other resources, COVID-19 specific resources, and so much more. If you or someone you know needs help, reach out. Please visit actorsfun.org you have the opportunity please consider donating uh make sure you find us on social media by searching at theater eaters on instagram facebook and <laughs> i still go there every now and then hoping like there's one new i new actually one. check it like once a week just yeah, for just fun to, just to see we should pay yeah He's getting more hits. He's like quadrupled his hit count. No one, I have nothing on there, but they keep visiting. Uh, visit our website at www.theatereaters.com. You can listen to us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to podcast. And please make sure to subscribe, rate us, leave us a review. It helps us out a lot. Tune in next week for more food, more drinks, and definitely more theater reviews. Bye. That's what oh. it says. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. 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 Good